I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Uh, you are listening to, uh, you just heard Brent Musburger say, BetOnTheBull.com, 9.60 a.m. Today is Friday. It's Football Friday, October the 20th. In the year of our Lord 2023, this is hour two of episode 952 of this show, which is brought to you every day by Lenore Community College. And, uh, man, if you missed our first hour, you missed a very fun first hour. We had uh, Paul Whittington on our Spence Automotive guest line. We talked uh, We talked about everything. We talked about tonight's North-North-South-North game. We talked about ECU. We talked NASCAR. We talked about, like I said, a, a little bit of everything here. Uh, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, and just uh, the great start that they're off to, even though they're on a long road trip. Uh, but uh, you'll get to hear more of him tonight on uh, the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, which will begin at 5 o'clock. And then the uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week will be North Lenore at South Lenore. So excited about that. Hey, I want to give uh, Mickey Weatherington some love here. Uh, he gave me the Parrot Academy volleyball update. Uh, the Parrot Volleyball Girls won yesterday in the playoffs in the second round. They play uh, tomorrow in Wilmington against Coastal in uh, the third round of the NCISAA playoffs. So uh, thank you, Mickey. I appreciate that heads up there. And, uh, again, that will be uh, tomorrow. But before that, we have got a uh, high school football going on, and you're going to be able to hear it right here on 960 AM and betonthebull.com. It's the 60th edition of the North Lenore-South Lenore rivalry. It started all the way back in 1964 before either myself or Larry Dale were born. You weren't, you weren't born in 1964 or by then, were you, Coach? No, sir. <laughs> okay, good. I'm sorry, because I, I, you're younger than me. How old are you, Coach? Uh, 37. So my, my parents were just born in, in that uh, year. Oh, dear Lord. Thanks. Now, now, because I was born in 1969, so I feel very old. But listen, Coach, the 60th edition, North Lenore versus South Lenore, it takes place in Deep Run tonight. We'll be broadcasting it live right here on BetOnTheBull.com at 960 a.m., your first taste of it, Coach, with this being your first year, I just say I've got to ask, well, what, what has it been like around campus? What are teachers telling you? What's your principal telling you? What are people in the community telling you about this big game tonight over in Deep Run? Well, it's just been a big buzz, you know, just a lot of energy um, this week by the kids. Um, you could feel last night at the JV game as well, you know, both both sides were pretty packed. Um, you know, the principal said, we, you know, when when we interviewed back in, in January, you know, this was this was meaningful to her as well. So um and I think the whole community and the kids feel that way. You know, this is a huge rivalry and um you know, you can just feel a lot a lot of energy throughout the school and the community uh, about this game tonight. Well I gotta tell you, I have not seen the score, I've not heard the score from last night. What happened during the uh J V game last night over in Wheat Swamp, coach? You know, our our guys came out, we had we had a couple mistakes. Um besides that, you know, we, we played really well. Um, we won 28-2. to two. Um, We got a safety on us. Um, but our kids just played really hard um, the whole time. And you can see, you know, usually you see when you come in and take over a program, you usually see the younger guys um, turn a little faster than the older guys because the younger guys only know you as a coaching staff. But the older guys, you know, uh, has been through several coaches. So we, we really saw that, man, they just bought in, did what we asked them to last night, and it was a lot of fun. 
That does sound like a fun game. Now, are you familiar with the NFL Scorigami? I don't think so. No, it's really cool. It's this, uh, It's actually a, a Twitter page where uh, they they put together, you know, these odd scores. Has this score ever happened before in NFL history? And I got to tell you, man, 28 to 2 sounds like one of those scores that you just, I, I don't <laughs> know if, have you, I don't think I've ever seen a 28 to 2 game. And I've been doing this for 30, 33 years, coach. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think my, I might have been better, you know, seeing a baseball score that way more than a, <laughs> and a football. No, I don't think I, I don't think I have. That's a, you know, that's a weird, weird score to have. Um, but you know, um, we're we were on top last night, so that was the most important thing for us. Yeah, absolutely, that voice that you're listening to it's North Lenore first year head football coach Larry Dale uh, joining us live here on the Rillo or on the Rillo on the Brian Hank Show. You'll be joining us on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show later on today as uh, we will uh, do an extensive preview of tonight's game. But what I wanted to do uh, here on the show for all our listeners throughout the area here, Coach, is just it has been it has been a year of highs. It's been a year of lows for you guys. Uh, just and, I, and when I say lows, I'm talking more about just emotional lows with everything that this team has been through. Here we are. You're in your, your final two games of the regular season right now, Coach, with still a chance to make the playoffs. You win this game. You beat uh, Kinston next week, I think with the RPI and all that, I think a very strong chance for this Hawks team to uh, make it back to the playoffs. I, but I don't want to just talk about that. I just wanted to get your feelings on just coaches year to this point. I mean, again, two games left to go in the season. Uh, not necessarily looking at it from a wins and loss perspective, but just what has this year meant to you? What has this season meant to you to this point, Coach Dale? Well, you know, first off, when we came in, we, we knew we were going to take the program in a different direction than it has been. You know, it's been a lot of turnover and, and stuff like that. So we want to bring love and consistency to the boys, um, knowing that these seniors have had a lot of influx um, of coaches. And so they needed love. Um, and they deserve that, being a seniors and, and trying to leave the legacy that they want to leave, whatever that might be. Um, so helping them, so turning the ship, you know, we talk about that a lot. That was a big part of it, you know, just changing cultural things that we thought need changed and, and put our stamp on that piece and, and getting the kids to buy in and helping these seniors through their senior year. Um, and then, you know, the loss of Coach Hill, one of those pillars that the kids had. You know, he was one of two coaches that my seniors had the all four years. And so that, you know, that cut them deep, cut me deep, um, cut our community deep. So that was – um. Still, I think some some of us are still trying to heal from um, and, and get over. Um, and I know the kids tonight, um, no matter the outcome, they're going to play for coach. So, so that's a big piece. Um, and then you go through the toughest conference in North Carolina, in my opinion, and they just fall. And they fall. And they fall like they never have um, from all the film I've seen. So we couldn't be prouder of them, um, led by different parts of our program throughout those weeks which was awesome to see as well. Um, and now we just got a ton of energy. And the kids know that. And the seniors a couple of weeks ago said, hey, we want to get better and better and better during all these Duplin County games. And we're going to compete our butts off. Knowing if we get better and better against them, we will set ourselves up for a really, really good chance to be South Lenore and Kinston and then make the playoffs. And that's what they've done. And uh, it all leads up tonight at 7 o'clock. And I'm not blowing sunshine up here, am I, Coach? Because, I mean, legitimately, if you crunch the numbers, if you see 
again, like you said, I mean, the East Central 2A is the best conference in the state of North Carolina. It definitely at the 2A level, and heck, it might even be if you look at it uh, even at the 2A, 3A, 4A level. But the way you guys have competed the past few weeks, uh, you, your games have been more competitive the longer that you've gone on. And it is legitimate. I mean, if you, again, I'm not a mask guy, I'm not an RPI guy, I'm not a max preps guy, but it is a, it is very legitimate. You guys win these last two games of the season, a very strong chance you guys can make the state playoffs, isn't it coach? It is. And then there's, there's little rules that, you know, not a lot of people know about like technically if at the end of the day, Kinson would be in, um, at this you know, point, at this point. Yeah. At this point. And yeah. so in this scenario that you talk about is that we beat both of them. So if you beat both and Kenson's still in, then it goes to this weird rule that if Kenson is ahead of us still in RPI, we actually would take their spot because we'd be higher in the conference because we'd have two conference wins and they would have one. So it gets into all that stuff. Um, definitely a shot, no doubt. It just gets really diluted. You know, East Carteret automatically gets in. Uh, Martin County automatically gets in because they're the only two A teams in those. So even though if they're behind you on the RPI, um, so what we got to do is take care of business tonight. Um, and that's our number one goal. I know that's the kids' goal. And then after that, um, we'll turn the page after we enjoy tonight. We'll turn the page tomorrow to Kenton and uh, go from there. I love it. I absolutely love it. So you're breaking news to me there about East Carteret. So a team that you guys made history with when you beat them earlier this year, they're guaranteed to make it to the state playoffs? Yeah, because they're the only 2A team in that conference, and it, it goes the same as Mar Martin County. Because uh, Martin County also plays in a 1A, 2A split, them being the only 2A. So those two teams will get those bids no matter what. Um, it's a little – you know, those teams usually get one seed um, if you're a conference champ. So that doesn't happen because the record won't allow it to. Um, but, yes, they, they will – they will receive a bid. Well, you respect your opponents too much to say what I'm getting ready to say, so let me make this very clear. This is Brian Hanks saying this. This is not Coach Larry Dale saying this, but after what you guys did to East Carteret at their place earlier this year, I can't even imagine if East Carteret ends up going to East Duplin, which is probably where it would be, I'm assuming. if it, you know They'd probably be the, what, the 32 seed or whatever. They'd be the final seed probably going to an East Duplin team if they're still undefeated or even a Wallace-Rose Hill type of situation i'd be scared to try to put a score on that coach i'm not even going to get you to react to that because i know you won't that is brian hanks saying that okay coach well i will i will say this um you know and as uh you know sports evolve playoffs evolve you know a couple of years brian it was actually worse where a couple of years ago in this scenario they would get a number one seed so they would be ranked Good probably God. eight until they yeah there was i think it was 2017 and it was really happening in 1a is where it's happening at but the i mean you'd have this that was a blow 500 team you know one or two wins but because they're the only, because they're the only team in that conference they would have got a number one seed i mean there, one year there was a team that was a four seed in the whole state playoffs because of the rule and that's when they changed the rule well you have to be so hot you know you have to be the top two of your conference or you have to be a 500 in or above in order to be the number one seed. So they changed that, but they didn't change the automatic bid type thing. It's almost like the, you know, we've seen in the past years that NFC East not be very good or, 
you know, different divisions in the NFL, you still got to have a playoff team. And, and it comes down to that. Well, I'll give and I'm a little bit older than you, Coach, as we established earlier here in this interview, and we've talked a couple of times. I'm 54, so I started in western North Carolina in Gaston County and Cleveland County, and I remember the very first year that they had this, uh, the automatic birth thing or the whatever you want to call it, the subdivision, and Cherryville made it in, dude. Uh, Coach, Cherryville was 0-10 and had scored something like maybe five touchdowns all season, but because they were a 1A school, they put them in the state. This was like 1996 or 1997, if I remember correctly. Long story short, they matched them up against Starmount, who at the time was at their peak. I mean, they were just killing everybody. And they're 10 and 0, 11 and 0, whatever. And the Cherryville, to his credit, the Cherryville head coach tried to get out and said, hey, you know, we really don't want to go up there. You know, we know how powerful they are. We've had a really bad season. If I remember correctly, Coach, I think they had 18 or 19 guys on the team at the time. The NCHSAA would not let them withdraw from the playoffs. In fact, they told them they were going to fine them like $5,000 or something if, if they withdrew from the playoffs. So, Coach, they played the game. You want to try to guess what that final score was? I covered that game. You want to f- guess what that final score was up in Boonville? I have no clue. 73 to nothing. Okay, and that's before running clocks. And they had their uh, – Starmount had their JV team playing in the second quarter of that game. If I remember, I believe it was 49 to nothing uh, at the end of the first quarter. And just because B.W. Holt was just trying to keep from running up the score on him, he, uh, he kept the score down. Uh, but he literally, coach, I'm not exaggerating. That game could have been a hundred and fifty. It could have, he could have named the score. They scored on their first four offensive touches. Okay. <laughs> and again, wow. I don't understand. I, it's just a, you know, that's a conversation for us for another day. Coach, we're going to break down the, uh, you know, preview the game and everything. We're going to talk a lot about your team during the Rillo discount drugs pregame show, which will begin at five o'clock today. Uh, you will be, uh, your interview will go about probably about six fifteen, six twenty tonight, uh, as we do that. But I do, I have to here on the show. I do just, you've had a chance to see South Lenora on film. I know it's the first time you've seen them and all that, uh, you know, as you're getting ready to play them for the first time, but, but what has impressed you about the blue devils and the, the product that Will Harrell's putting out there on the field coach? You know, Coach Arrow in his third year has done, has done a great job, and you can see his his stamp um, is on that program for sure at this point. You know, the biggest thing for us, you know, in challenging and preparing all week is is they can be balanced. You know, we Duplin County Schools, we knew what was coming. You know, here's here's the box. You know, here comes the run. Can you stop it? You know, with, with Coach Harrell, he, he has a little more options. We've seen a, a lot of different formations and, and different things throughout the year on the tape. Um, so that, you know, that's the biggest challenge is that he can be balanced. Um, you know, and, and let's be the elephant in the room, you know, um, forecast says a lot of rain at 7 o'clock. So not only will that affect our kids, but also affect them. So does it? how do you counteract whatever they try to do in that kind of circumstance? Um, but one thing I don't have to worry about, Brian, is how much energy and how hard I know my guys are going to play tonight. So we're really excited about that. And um, – Ready to get after at seven o'clock? Yeah, I, I can tell you, we can't wait. It's going to be so much fun uh, watching. I, I tell you, what, I don't know. Uh, you you're not on Facebook, so you haven't seen it. But uh, Coach uh, Jimmy Smith, you know, Hall of Fame Coach Jimmy Smith, who you know was at South and North for years and years, and then Doug Hill, who was uh, the winningest coach uh, in this series 
at uh, North North. They, they've been taking little pot shots. You know, they coached against each other like nine or ten <laughs> times. No, it's been awesome, Coach Dale. They've been taking little pot shots at each other. Coach Smith even accused uh, Coach D- or uh, Coach Dale uh, accused uh, accused uh, Coach Hill of wearing uh, East Duplin clothing earlier this season. I mean, it's been uh, it's getting a little nasty. And they're going to be our halftime guests too. So, uh, I, man, I love this rivalry. I'm glad that I am so excited that you're going to get your first taste of it tonight too, Coach. And we can't wait to talk to you tonight on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show as we break down the game a little bit more, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Really excited. Um, a lot of energy in the building. I know from both sides. Um, it's cool that you, you know, talk about alumni or former coaches. Um, still have that energy and that passion about the rivalry because I can definitely feel it with our kids. And it started last night with the young guys. So really look forward to seven o'clock tonight. Hey, ask Copperhead because Copperhead will be able to tell you this. Uh, there, there's a big story, and don't worry, I'm going to get Coach Hill, Doug Hill, to talk about it tonight too. But. Uh, uh, South Lenore came into uh, North Lenore, I think it was in the mid-90s. But, uh, and again, we'll get him to talk. But evidently, uh, and they won. South Lenore won. Jimmy Smith and South Lenore won at Doug Hill and North Lenore. And allegedly, now this is alleged here, Coach, they tied a chicken to the back of the activity bus when they drove back to Deep Run and then even went through Fairfield with it uh, all the way back to uh, Deep Run. And Copperhead can tell you that story, okay? I got you. Well, I, I'll tell you what. As you as you talk about Copperhead real quick, and I know it's short on time. Copperhead's one of the coolest, calmest guys, you know, and on the J V, you know, he, he's a JV head coach, but he really deals with just offense more than defense. But last night you could tell there was a different edge about him. Um and it was a good edge. It was a good edge. But you could tell even to him, you know, the rivalry just means more. A guy that's calm and cool and has played the Wallaces and the East Duplins and he played everybody over his years. But you could tell there's something about him seeing that baby blue from deep run that just rubbed him differently than what he usually sees. Well, I'm telling you, Coach, I absolutely 100% can't wait. And I know uh, everybody listening is the same way. It's going to be a fun game tonight. Listen, Coach Larry Dale, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. We'll talk to you a little bit later, and we'll see you at the game tonight, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. There you go. That's Larry Dale, head football coach at uh, North Lenore High School as uh, his Hawks getting ready to play the uh, Blue Devils of South Lenore. And I tell you what, why don't we get Will Harrell up here on the line with us too. But before we do that, let me thank uh, our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info@lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins and all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. And let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into our big interview. It's South Lenore head football coach, Will Harrell, as his blue devils are getting ready uh, for the 60th edition of the, uh, the bragging bowl, the 60th edition of North Lenore versus South Lenore tonight over at uh, South Lenore high school. Good morning, coach. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Hey, good morning, Brian. 
I, I got to tell you, I am so pumped for tonight's game. I can't stand it. I don't know. I was just talking to uh, Coach Larry Dale. I, I don't know if you've had a chance. And I know, listen, you're the AD. You're the head football coach. You're busy putting a game plan together. I doubt you have time for social media, but I'm telling you, I hope you've had a chance to see the little shots that uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and uh, former North and North coach Doug Hill have been taking to each other on social media the past couple of days. Oh, yes, I have every day, man. I thoroughly enjoyed this week. Man, it, it, that just shows you how much fun. And I love that. Uh, you, you know how much Coach Smith loves this rivalry. And he is the one that created the Bragging Bowl, uh, what, back in the uh, mid-'80s and all that. It just – this it, – it doesn't matter. If both of you guys were 8-1, and one, if both of you guys have one win, if both of you guys have five wins – You've now, this is your third time uh, tasting this rivalry. You won in this rivalry last year. What, what has impressed you the most in, in now your third year of, uh, of coaching in this rivalry, Coach Harrell? First of all, everybody knows if uh, you need to have a picture of anything that's going on in the history of South and North and everything, you just look on Facebook, Coach Jimmy Smith got it, man. He's, <laughs> he's all over that. I love that part of it. And, uh, I told Coach Dale last night in JV game, I said, man, remember I told you back in April and May, it doesn't matter what happens, what goes on. When we get to us and uh, our kids are going to gear up for each other. I mean, we can be banged up, beat up, going through this juggernaut of a conference, but it does not matter. Throw the records out. I mean, everybody's going to be chomping at the bit ready to go. You're going to hear more trash talking during the week. Uh, I believe everything gas station and restaurant I've been to this week, everybody, you know, asking about North and North and the North North folks seem to, you know, they don't like that blue. So, you know, you get both sides of it. I mean, it, it's just, it's great. I mean, it's great. I mean, we know both communities got a lot of pride. And, um, you know, both teams are going to play hard tonight, but it's just, there's something that just clicks in these kids on both sides when we play each other. I tell you what, man, last year's game, one of the all-time greats, Coach. A 25-20 to 20 win for your Blue Devils over in uh, Wheat Swamp. What do you remember the most? What do you take from that game that uh, that that are in Will Harrell's memory banks, Coach? I just, I mean, the first half, I mean, we just, we did basically everything we wanted to do. And then the second half, it looked like my whole team went and ate some popcorn at halftime, couldn't hold on to the football <laughs> to the late ball game. But uh, oh, I thought we did. We, I thought we came out firing on all cylinders to start the game and got the lead. And then, you know, uh, you know, some injuries happened and, and they had to make a few changes last year. And then, you know, the, uh, the Lynch kid brought them back. And then we knew that was going to happen if we got, if he got in there and, uh, you know, we blocked the punt. And, you know, Jed Day had a couple sacks and tackles, uh, key tackles for loss right there at the end to really seal it. And, uh, just, and the big thing about going over there, I mean, my, our kids were just amped up. They were ready to go. And, um, and it was nice to see, to send those seniors out with a win on their final game at the on Blue Devil. Well, it was, like I said, it was a heck of a game. It was a lot of fun over in uh, Wheat Swamp for both teams. I mean, that, that was a heck of a game last year. And it kind of leads into what we were talking about, how we opened this interview. I mean, it doesn't matter records or anything. When North and North and South and North play each other, it's going to be – it's going to – it's just going to be a slamming game. How do you guys look going into tonight's game, Coach? Had a very good week of practice. Um, I, mean, I mean, I told people last week, I said, you get ready. doesn't matter how banged up, beat up we are. Everybody's going to want to play. And that's, that's kind of the uh, mentality we had coming into Monday. And 
really Friday night when we got done with these dupes and some kids I had that were banged up, just come up to me, Coach, I'll be ready next week, you know, going to the doctor Monday and everything. And uh, The kids have looked good. The seniors have been excited all week. And they talked about last year and, you know, what it meant for those seniors to go out with a win against those guys. And now we got the opportunity to send them out tonight at our place. So, I mean, we've, we've had a very good week. Um, we've looked very good in practice this week big thing that I've uh, been preaching all week. Yes, I know emotions are high and everything. We just got to channel that in- energy into the ball game and don't let our emotions get the best of us. And so, I mean, overall, I mean, we've, we've, had a, we've had three really good days of practice the last three days. Monday was more of a breakdown, install the game plan type deal. But, I mean, I've been very pleased with my group this week. That is awesome. That voice you're listening to is our big interview. It's Will Harrell here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, I, you know what? I do need to go back to last year again and ask a couple more questions about that. And the first one being, hey, listen, I'm not telling you anything you don't know and that folks around here don't know. I mean, North and North leads the overall series 40 to 19 after uh, last year. Like I said, the 60th edition of the rivalry is tonight. And uh, like I said, North and North leads at 40 to 19. What did, what did it mean to you, Coach Harrell, to uh, in only your second year there? And, Coach, there have been seven coaches, uh, seven South North coaches who have coached in this rivalry who never got a single win against North North. What did it mean to you in just your second year to get to get that victory against North North, Coach? Well, it, it, was, it was huge. Um, I mean, just when we got back, I mean, there were several people that met us at, at the uh, field house in the stadium, and uh, we actually had a volleyball game the next day. We had a lot of, uh, a lot of people that, just came out just to just to shake my hand, see the kids, and you know just you know how much pride, how much they enjoy the game. And but I mean, I mean, me personally, anytime you come to a place that's got a big rivalry, and being being able to win that rivalry game in your second year, and that's the second time I've been able to do that. Um, it's huge. I mean, it's it's really a program builder. Really jump starts what you want to do, and um, you know it's it got a. Uh, it's really got more kids to come out and want to play for us. And I know we got some kids playing tonight that didn't play last year that wanted to come out just because of that game. So, I mean, it just creates a lot of excitement <clears throat> and a lot of pride. And, you know, I, I know Miss Pierce about got taken out when she handed the trophy to the boys, but I know she enjoyed it too. So, you know, it's it's just great. I mean, everywhere, everywhere I've gone in the past years, I mean, everybody talks about that game. And I know – it's been that way for a long time. It's going to continue to be like that. It's just a big prize thing for the community. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, we know every year it's going to be an electric uh, atmosphere. I mean, I know the weather calls for possible rain tonight, but I don't think that's going to hurt us at all. I think we're going to have a whole lot of people show up on both crowds. And it's going to just be, hopefully, an electric night. Exactly. Well, here's part two of my question here for you, Coach Harrell. Or uh, I guess, do you know, I, I'm actually going to ask you a question. Do you know uh, the last time South Lenore beat North Lenore in back-to-back seasons? I do not. How, are you ready for the, where were you, Coach, in 1997? 1997, I was 11 years old. So I, was about <laughs> in, uh, I was about in fourth or fifth grade, something like that. 
That's the last time, Coach, that South Sonora beat North Nor in back-to-back seasons was in the – in fact, they beat them four years in a row from 1994 to 1997. But the last time South Nor beat North Nor in back-to-back seasons was 96-97. They won in 96. They won in 97. So what? I, I'm bad at math, but still, that's 26 years ago, Coach. It's definitely been a while. It has. Well, my question is then, uh, what would it mean to this program, do you think? I mean, again, you're in your third year there. You're now the AD at South Sonora also. What do you think it would mean to the community to uh, to win tonight and especially, A, a home game, senior night, all this other, but to beat North Sonora in back-to-back years for the first time since 1997? It'd definitely be huge. Um, it'd be, I don't, I'd say it almost create a little expectation for me for the next year. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, that would be that would be awesome. I think that would uh, – you know, definitely get the thing rolling with other sports too. I mean, I, mean, I know a lot of our kids play basketball. I play baseball. I, mean, I really think that would do good for us in uh, in other sports to jumpstart and uh, us finish up with a win against those guys. And you know, just being able to say, look, you know, we can pull this thing out tonight. You know, my last two senior classes went out with a win against them once at their place, once at ours. So I mean, anytime you've got your big rival at home, you can get that win against them. I know it's tough at their place, but at home, you know, that that's gonna mean a lot more to you than being at their place in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Just in front of all our people, all our fans, all our fans and that mean more to me than it would on the road. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh again you're listening to Will Harrell here as we're wrapping up. Uh we'll go more nuts and bolts. We'll have you on a Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. You'll be our final interview right before the game starts tonight. So uh, if you want to tune in for that, well, you should tune in for the whole pregame show, but uh, you'll get to hear from Will Harrell uh, in the uh, probably about the 6.30 window, 6.30, 6.35 window tonight as, uh, again, it'll be our final interview uh, before uh, the game kicks off tonight at 7 o'clock, the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week, North and North, South and North. Like I said, we'll go, Coach, we'll go into more nuts and bolts We'll break down your team a little bit. We'll get what uh, you've seen on film uh, about North Lenore and all that. But, man, I got to tell you, there is a buzz. I mean, there is definitely a buzz out there. Again, I got to give Coach Smith a lot of credit for this, too, as he, Coach, uh, Hall of Fame Coach Jimmy Smith, as he has been just promoting this all week, the 60th edition of uh, North Lenore, South Lenore tonight. Coach, listen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning here on the show. I look forward to talking to you later. Can't wait to uh, to can't wait to call your game tonight, Coach. Yeah, I appreciate it. And everybody in North County, come on down to deep run tonight. Bring that eight bottles, Come on to the gate and enjoy the show. <laughs> Absolutely, Coach Harrell. Thank you so much. We'll see you tonight, sir. I right, appreciate it, boys. There you go. That's Will Harold, South Lenora High School. Man, that's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, like you heard him say, hey, do this. Go to the game tonight. Take your earbuds with you. Take your well, Obviously, you'll take your phone with you because you take your phone with you everywhere. But listen to myself and Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Don't forget at halftime, we're going to have Doug Hill up in the press box with us talking to Coach Smith uh, as we're getting ready for that game tonight too, or at halftime of the game tonight, and it's just going to be so much fun. So, so, so much fun. Okay, tell you what, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game, and then we'll come back. Uh, We'll go through real quick all the other games that are taking place tonight, and uh, we'll wrap up the Friday, October 20th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. 
Today is Friday, October the 20th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is North Lenore, South Lenore Day. I know when you were a, a budding young uh, prepster at uh, North Lenore High School, you looked forward to North Lenore, South Lenore football uh, night every time you were there, weren't you, John Dawson? Never saw it in person, Brian. Wait, what? Was it the Pigskin Classic back it's in that day? It's the Pigskin Classic. Yes, indeed yeah. it did. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. If yeah, I was uh, I was against people even back then, Brian. <laughs> if they're not selling pork rinds at that game, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> you got a point, dude. It is the 60th edition. You know, we've been talking about it throughout the show today, so I'm not going to beat it to death here on the birthday game. But just, I'm very excited about it. We'll be bringing it to you live tonight here on BetOnTheBull.com and 960 a.m. So uh, very, very excited about that. But uh, you know what else I'm excited about, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey? I'm excited about the, the, the betting thing has become such a big thing now. There is a line in Vegas on how many dudes you will throw out during the game. Uh, it'll be several. I try to monitor my dudes, dude. <laughs> I'm hammering the over. <laughs> You're hammering the <laughs> over. Oh, my goodness, dude. I... Uh, Three. Yes. See, now, now I'm <laughs> conscious of it. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to not be as conscious about it. Okay. Uh, birthday game today. We're going to keep it a little bit. Uh, you know, because we're up against the uh, top of the hour here, so we're going to keep this. Oh, let's keep short it. Let's keep tidy. it organic and let it go 30 minutes. Let's go that way. We're going to keep it short and tidy here. You oh, know. Oh, that's what you think, pal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, John Dawson. John Dawson, you've not had one perfect game. Uh, you've had two perfect games in a row. Yes. Perfect on Wednesday. Perfect on Thursday. You are going for your third. Now, even Jonathan Massey, who has he had a back-to-back -back perfect games. He's never had three in a row. You are going for back-to-back-to-back perfect games in the birthday game here today dude that's right what is, what it did i mean think about this this hey we get back from vegas you've not got one birthday right since we got back from vegas i'm Jonathan. still hung over <laughs> that's probably a possibility <laughs> so uh uh speaking of way and i know we talked a lot about it yet on yesterday's show, or on uh wednesday show we talked about uh, uh about vegas but uh we do have to talk about our flights, man. Real quick, I've got to get that in. That uh, we flew out there first class on Delta. Yeah. And oh, I mean, were we not treated like kings? And yeah, I would. I could barely, and I was drinking fast. I could barely drink enough or drink fast enough to keep them from having another one there before I was done with that one. Oh man, our waitress or stewardess or whatever. What do you call it? Flight I don't attendant. Think flight the attendant. The lady on yeah. the plane. The lady on the plane. The That's lady of the air. Said. The lady with the spinning head, as yeah. Bono would say. Uh, one minute, you know, we, we finish it, and then you look down, and she's already put another one there for you without even asking. That's her polite way of keeping you talking. <laughs> Probably. But she was awesome, dude. I, I said, by the way, I'm one of those people I don't, I, I try to do this. I, I hardly ever complain. I really don't. I mean, I'm talking about like uh, to people's bosses or, you know, like on those online forms. But I got the, De did you? I got the Delta thing and it said, uh, you know, tell us about your flight. And I bragged on that lady and I can't even remember her name now because they sent it to me that morning after we got off the flight and I sent a thing and I gave all tens and I was like, listen, the reason this flight was awesome was, what's her name? It wasn't Molly. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I know you don't remember, but because uh, I, I didn't imbibe as much as my, my young friend over here. But anyway, so that was on the way out there. Man, I mean, 
first class. I mean, legs stretched out. It was comfortable. I mean, it was just awesome. And then should we even name the airline we flew on the way back? Southwest. <laughs> well, they're not a sponsor, so, I mean, uh, what am I worried about hurting their the, feelings? The cattle yard of the airlines. <laughs> He's not wrong. Have you ever flown, mm. have you ever flown Southwest? No. Well, the, the gist of Southwest I'm is. I'm not flying with anybody. Uh, the gist of Southwest is you pay your tickets, which I, the reason we even flew, if you're asking why didn't you fly a Delta back, the print ticket, yeah, ticket prices were crazy. It was, it was actually kind of reasonable flying out there. It wasn't that bad. Flying back was crazy. And then I got one of those, I don't know if you get these, emails, well, you don't fly at all, but you get these emails every once in a while from Southwest, $59, $69, $79 one-way flights. Yeah. And we got it for, was it 109 it was, it was cheap. It was cheap. <laughs> but, man, you know that old adage, John Dawson, you get what you pay for? Yeah, huh? Boy, did I. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, I got to give him credit here. He let me do it on the way out there. He let me do it on the way back. I love the window seat. I'm just a window seat. I can't sit in the middle. Dude, I'm kind of a big guy. You know, big guys don't need to be sitting in the middle seat, you know? Okay. Well, let me tell you, for people who are unfamiliar with Southwest, here's how it works. <laughs> you buy your flight. And then you line up. This is not a. You're going to think I, this is a, a riff or that I'm joking. Tell him that I'm telling the truth here, Jonathan. The, uh, 24 hours before your, your flight, you call them. They give you your boarding number. You don't get a seat, John Dawson. Yeah. You get a boarding number. It goes A through C, 1 through 60. Okay? okay. So I guess that means the flights hold about 200, 200 some people to a flight or whatever. 180, but yeah. Yeah, but whatever. But All I mean, right, sometimes they do more. Yeah, yeah. You said there would be no math. Um, so, and I'm not joking. So you, you line up, you show them, you know, they scan your ticket or your phone or whatever. Then you uh, load onto the plane, and then it's a free-for-all. You you pick out the seat that you want. Yeah. And so the people that got on there before you, they've already got their seats, but then you try to pick out a seat from that point on. And I, luckily enough, I don't know why I'm not going to wood, but luckily enough, I got uh, we got I got the window both times. And he didn't mind sitting in the middle. Yeah. So <laughs> the our uh, our Las Vegas to St. Louis leg of the trip. Uh, I get the window. Look at, I just want you to look at his face as I'm telling you this right here. So I get the window seat. He sits in the middle, and, uh, you know, you've got people coming down. Okay, who's it going to be? Because it was a completely full flight. And Who'd you get? Go ahead, Jonathan. Precious. <laughs> <laughs> He's not joking. God bless that woman. If she wasn't 400 pounds... Mm. Uh, and I'm not fat shaming here. She's never going to hear this. She doesn't know who we are. Although, did you see she did fly the St. Louis to... Uh, uh, did she? Yes, she did. Yeah. You didn't feel her when she came down the escalator? Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did feel the plane shift to one side. Dude, poor Jonathan. Poor, poor Jonathan. Poor good sport Jonathan over there. Uh, she, I'm over the window. He's in the middle. I'm all comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm snuggling up against the window because I'm going to try to grab a little nappy nap, you know, between uh, Las Vegas and St. Louis. Uh, you, why don't you describe your, your Las Vegas to St. Louis leg? So she sits down in my leg room, immediately gone. But that's not even the worst part. The worst part is she had two carry-ons. One was like a backpack. Another one was like a purse. Uh-huh. She puts the backpack under the seat in front of her, as you do. 
One of those should have gone in an overhead compartment or sat in her lap, but God bless her, she didn't really have a lap. So um, she she shoves the purse under the seat in front of me. So he had no foot room either. So I couldn't even move my legs up. Yeah, I would have said, ma'am, you got to move that. That's what I told him. I would have said, as soon as she did it, I would have said, Well, see, I didn't realize that she had done that, or I would have said the same thing. Did she even ask you? She just did it. No. She just did it. I would have either asked her to move it or stuck my foot in the middle of it. I thought about it, but my shoes are probably more expensive than her purse. Yeah. But I I put the seat, I, I, I just blanked out for a minute, almost blacked out and went off on anger yeah Yeah. and i was like you know what i'm just gonna relax so for like 20 minutes i'm doing nothing and then we finally get up in the air i turn on thank god i love superhero movies i put on black adam the rock's newest super and that's a two-hour movie by the time that was over we almost landed and it took my mind off of this horrible situation I had somehow managed to put myself in. Well, we need to let people know, too, Jonathan wears hearing aids. You don't mind me telling people that, do you? Jonathan wears hearing aids, so, I mean, he can't hear anything in the first place. You don't know how many times on this trip. What was the thing when people, when someone asked you something and you thought they had said... Oh, we were checking in at Smith & Walensky, (laughs) and she had a mask on. Now, with my hearing aids, I have a setting... That helps me when people are wearing masks. It amplifies what's going on. Well, I, and my phone's in my pocket, so just to do that, I have to change the thing on my phone. I didn't have that up. And all I heard, she said Jonathan, but it was so muffled. I thought she was asking for my ID, which seems logical. It would, you know, it has my name on it. So for I'm the like, reservation, when we yeah, had to check. I'm it like, sure, that makes yeah, makes enough sense that I would just instinctively take my ID out. And he's like, and Brian goes, yes, his name's Jonathan. He he he's hard of hearing. He wears hearing aids. I got to tell about 20 people that over the weekend. That was a lot of. Well, he also yeah. told a lot of people that I was his son, <laughs> and I found out when he tells people that he could have been worse. <laughs> When he tells people that, describe what I'm doing to you. This is my son. This is my son. Oh, he's touching your shoulder. Have I did. Every yeah. time. And he didn't even I know didn't he was even doing know it. I was doing it until he said it. And then, like, the next time I did, I realized my hand was going to him. I was like, oh, crap. I guess I do say that every time. Or you know, right? I guess I do do that every time. He gets a little handsy. Anyway, back to uh, back to uh, the well that saved Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the lady that was sitting to his left. Oh. Uh, did you, you had your hearing aid. Could you hear her snoring? Nope. Yep. I didn't think you could. Oh, then she did a healthy dose of snoring. <laughs> I mean, and I, I don't know how, dude, that poor lady, I just felt bad for her. I'm assuming her CPAP machine was in one of those bags. Yeah. But if she can, if she's going to shove something under your space, she should at least ask. Yeah, you're absolutely and right. You know what? If she had asked me, I'd have said, you know what? Since you're asking me, go ahead and I'll deal with it. But if you're not going to ask. Well, but no, but there's space above. The bins that are above us, you're supposed to put your stuff in there. And I just think because her, I don't think, I think her arms have so much fat on it, she couldn't get them up above her head. <laughs> but Jonathan would have gladly have put it up there above her or you know the people that work on the plane yeah you all right over there john it is what it is well that's all the time we have for the birthday game yeah there you go well let's talk about shit that's right oh my god that's right this has got to be a shorter one okay so we're gonna breeze through these okay as you're going for your third perfect game in a row Mm -hmm. tell us about the sponsor of uh the birthday game over there john dawson you know you've been perfect two days in a row so this has to be a perfect 
uh, Goico. Uh, this is the one segment you wanted shorter, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the segment is sponsored by Jacques Passleg at Goico Office Automation. If you have a business that is teetering on the brink of success, but you can't quite make that final step, you go see Jacques, and he'll have you uh, sipping champagne with uh, people in first class in no time. Back to you, Brian. Uh, no, I'm going to kick it over to Jonathan, because Jonathan's going to tell us how can we call our good friend Jacques Passleg. You dial 252. 252 286 5354 There you go. Uh, why don't we jump right into uh, today's uh, birthday game? D-O-double-G. He was born Calvin Cordazar Broadus Jr., but we know him better as? Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. This is the clean version. This is Drop It Like It's Hot, which is probably my favorite uh, Snoop Dogg song. Okay, here we go. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Whose guess is it, Brian? Yours. Park it like it's hot. Park it. Oh, no, we just got to shorten the segment, yeah. remember? Pop it like it's hot. Uh, like it's hot. God, this is so annoying. Can you pop that damn, like, off? <laughs> no. Okay, Not until you guess. today is Snoop Dogg? I can't think with that, gar- that crap in my ear. Okay. Um, Say a number. Uh, 51. You say 51. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 52. Congratulations over there, John Dawson. You get it. He was born October the 20th in the year of the Lord, 1971. He is 52. It was Jonathan Massey that got that one. Proceed. What did I say? John Dawson. Oh. It's okay. Jonathan Massey. Oh, think you just broke up on. his perfect streak. That's yeah. right. He uh, had uh, two straight days of perfection. He's broke up your perfect streak there, dude. Okay. Uh, it goes to you, uh, Jonathan Massey. He was a National League MVP in 1979. He won two World Series and was accused of spitting on Kramer and Newman on Seinfeld. It's Keith Hernandez. You know nothing about baseball, but you knew well, you do know something about old, no, I just knew baseball. he was on Seinfeld. But uh, Keith Hernandez, who uh, didn't he and uh, Elaine have a memorable date? No, they never, nothing ever. Oh, I thought they went out. He was rounding second base, but she said, I don't see the guy waving you <laughs> into third. There you go. Okay, uh, Keith Hernandez, how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? National League MVP in 1979. Which was 44 years ago. 72. You say 72. What do you say, John Dawson? 71. You are closer. He was born October the 20th in the year of our Lord, 1953. So he is 70 years old today. So congratulations, John Dawson. Get that. It's tied up one to one. Now we have three We have three people who passed away. And these are, I just, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, not include them. I'm going to play the song I want to play. You tell me what's better. No, this is, you love this. You love this uh, right. artist. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, here we go. Why don't we do this? Tom Petty. The great Tom Petty. He uh, died in 2017. Would you not agree? One of the all-timers, right? Oh, yeah. Did I pick a good song? Yes. Okay. What would you have picked? This is fine. Okay. It's it's kind of hard to go wrong with Tom. I won't back down. Tom Petty. uh, How old? He died in 2017. So he died six years ago. How old would he be if he were still alive today there, John Dawson? 70. Man, I know he's from Florida. I can't remember how old he is. 73. Point back, Abby. 
<laughs> point it at me, Paul. Or what is it? What's the guy's Point the gun at me. Yeah, point the gun at me. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He was born October 20th, 1950, so he's 73 years old today. Congratulations, sir, John Dawson. You take a two-to-one lead. It goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey, another dead person. And uh, what is the ultimate compliment I always give you as a writer, dude? Who do uh, I compare you to? Oh, Lewis Grizzard. Absolutely. He's the greatest Southern columnist and a man I compare John to all the time. The man, he's impacted your life, Jonathan Massey, because he introduced varsity hot dogs to me in his books. And, uh, and you and I, every time we go to Atlanta, and if we even go to an Atlanta airport, <laughs> we go to varsity yeah, hot we're dogs. Not, we're not going back into that. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> but uh, Lewis Grizzard, uh, how old would he be now? He passed away in 1994. Can you believe it's been that long? Yeah. That's crazy. 29 years ago, he passed away. So, uh, Louis Grizzard over there, Jonathan Massey. How old would he be if he were still alive today? Something tells me he died relatively young, but I don't know. So, 85. You say 85. What do you say, John Dawson? 84. Yeah, and you could have kept going. You're right. He died at uh, age 48 in 1994 which means he was born in 1946 which if he he would only be 77 dude that just blows my mind all the stuff he's written and i mean i don't know i don't even know what i'm trying to he say he appeared on a designing women a couple of years before he died yeah just uh, one of the great southern columnists he may be the greatest southern columnist of all time in my opinion and, and they turned his columns into books kind of like what you did with yours dude yeah and, and uh, just a great guy. So you've already clinched the day over there, John Dawson. You now lead eight days to four Yes. here in uh, October. I think you may. Well, we've, we got five days next week. Yes, we do. Oh, and then we got two days the following week after that. So you still got a chance here, John, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> Dude, since we got back from Vegas, you just, you know, you just don't care anymore. You get back here and things are just so much slower. It doesn't seem as important. Well, there you go. Well, uh, let's get let's do this. This was another dead person. He's one of the all-time greatest New York Yankees and baseball players of all time. It's Mickey Mantle. <laughs> I didn't even give you a hint. Yes, Mickey Mantle. Uh, today is Mickey Mantle's birthday. He died in 1995. So, uh, John Dawson, it goes to you. How old today would Mickey Mantle be if he were still alive? Again, died in 1995, so he died 28 years ago. 102. You say 102. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 103. I'm surprised you. No, uh, he was born uh, in 1931 on this day, October 20th, uh, in 1931. So he would only be 92 today. Oh, okay. So uh, how about John? Since we've got back, I said again, you've got 14 of the 15 birthdays right, John Dawson. Mm. And on top of that, uh, one three days in a row, you're now up eight days to four. Hey, local birthdays here. Uh, the smartest person I know in the world, her name is Shanna Caps. Today is Shanna, and I know uh, you've met Shanna. I adore her. I love her to death. I mean, she, you talk about a super couple, and Randy Caps and Shanna Caps, they definitely are. They have an awesome son named Ethan. I know you know Shanna a little bit. Do you want to wish her a happy birthday, too, over there, Oh, Jonathan? sure. Happy birthday, Shanna. Um, apologies for, for marrying Randy. <laughs> uh, we're not responsible for that. Um, oh, Randy's a great guy, man. I love him. Well, I mean, you know, but 
Randy Santa, Randy Santa. Yeah, there you go. Randy will freely acknowledge he outkicked his coverage. He absolutely outkicked his coverage, but I love you, Shanna. I mean, she's just been, she's one of those great people, and Randy is too, just both of them. They're just, like I said, they're a super couple. But happy birthday, Shanna Lou. We love you. Did you want to say anything to her? Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday also to Christy Blizzard. Uh, I got to know her a little bit when I served on the safe board. She is Clint, uh, the Kenneth Blizzard's wife, and uh, she's a superhero in her own right. And then uh, Cliff uh, Godwin, his dad. You know his dad's name? He's probably a teacher of yours, wasn't he? Or that's, didn't he that's, teach at Green Central, though? I think he coached, uh, which okay. means he had to have taught something. Yeah. But, but before your time, Yeah, I was I well yeah. before my okay. time. Lewis Godwin, today is his birthday, too. So happy birthday to him. So if your birthday is today, like Lewis Godwin, Christy Blizzard, Shanna Caps and all these other great birthdays. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We will see you on. Hey, don't forget, one more time, go out to Bradfest tomorrow at Pearson Park from 2 to 9 p.m. Uh, I'll say it again, I'm sure, as soon as we get through with the birthday game here, but we'll see you at Bradfest tomorrow. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Man, so much going on in uh, Kinston, North Carolina, and in eastern North Carolina over the next couple of days. And it begins tonight with uh, just incredible football uh, down at South and North, North and North versus South and North. Uh, don't forget the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show right here. Man, we've not even talked to any about Green Central and Farmville Central. We'll be talking to Jay Wilson about that uh, during the pregame show. We'll talk, uh, you'll hear more in depth interviews with uh, Will Harrell from South and North, Larry Dale from uh, North and North. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Matt Beeman. Over at Parrot Academy, his Patriots play uh, senior night, and they've got a huge game tonight with all these other great games going on. They're taking on a 7-1 and one, uh, Wayne Christian team tonight. That is going to be a huge game. Bethel has a big game uh, tonight, too. So, or this actually this afternoon, they play at 3.30 this afternoon. So, uh, man, just so much great football going on today. And then that doesn't even count what's going on tomorrow. Brad Fest tomorrow. Uh, well, before that, Palapalooza in Pollocksville. Please go out to Pollocksville, especially our uh, uh, Craven County listeners on 252 ESPN. Uh, you can go out there. Uh, I'll be out there. I'm emceeing that. That's going to be fun from like 10 to 4. Then I'll be beating feet back over here to Kinston for Bradfest. Five bands, uh, 30 vendors, 75 sponsors. It's just insane what's going to be going on over at Pearson Park tomorrow. 2 o'clock, the Wicked Shimmies. 3.35, the Dew Drops. Uh, 4.40 will be 8-track. 5.45, the Straight Wire Band. And then 7 o'clock, the Mac and Juice Band. It is just going to be uh, an incredible day of music, an incredible day of remembering one of the good guys in Brad Elmore over uh, at Pearson Park tomorrow. Uh, bring your chairs. Come hungry. Don't bring your cooler. Eat the food that they're going to be selling out there, and let's, sell, let's help support this event. Woo! Thank you to Paul Whittington for joining me here in my first hour. Thank you again to uh, North and North's Larry Dale, to South and North's Will Harrell uh, for joining me here in the second hour. Uh, man, what what a fun, fun show. And it, like I said, it's just going to be a great weekend. Uh, can't wait. Man, absolutely can't wait. Don't forget tonight, 5 o'clock, the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. Then the uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. North and North, South North kicks off at 7. We will see you then. Have a great, great weekend. We'll see you Monday on The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.